0: Welcome back to the Gambit Determined Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mammelot, Philly Fuckhead. <laughs> we got a new host this week, boys. Uh, how did that intro, how was that? Was that pretty good?
1: I think it was pretty great, yeah. The Philly Fuckhead, that's, that's the way you intro it every time.
0: <laughs> no, the classic Dan, first words every week is all right. You hit it, you hit it on, on yeah. key. Uh, we are a little short this week. Uh, it's just Joe and myself. Dan, he's uh, he's getting hitched this weekend, uh, so he unfortunately is busy throughout the week. And Keith is busy stealing money from some elderly woman. Um, Last few for days for Single man. Done. Yeah. Done for. Done for Dan. Hopefully that helps him turn it around on the gambling life. You know. We'll see. He's done pretty well, but uh, it's good to see who has their priorities. Um, Clearly, it's me and you, Joe, and who doesn't. So, um, yeah, we'll have to carry the load. A little short this week, but uh, we'll make it, I think, a quick one. So, how'd you do last week? Ooh, ooh,
1: tough one. Um, I took the Chargers minus six, and they didn't win. So, that was a tough, tough loss. I think a lot of people in uh, my Survivor League picked the Chargers to take that win, and they had a really, really tough game. Um, probably one of the baddest beats of the season. It almost felt like it was pretty ugly.
0: What was the final?
1: Let's, uh, let me I pull up. I that... remember betting
0: it and I remember losing.
1: Yeah. Let's see exactly what that Charger score was. I think the line was minus six on the spread and they lost 27 to 24 to the Patriots.
0: Yeah. that's uh... And they,
1: I think they were up like maybe like sometime in the second and they were only up by like a point or something and then after that it was just like done going in the fourth i was like this is screwed." there's no way they cover this one that's the way
0: you want to lose though you want to know it's over with and you can just kind of move on with your life it's good it's the patriots
1: man it was the patriots my
0: god Uh, patriots making a slight comeback this year it seems like let's jump into keith's bet Keith's shitty bet uh what was that too Jesus, Keith, last, last week felt like so long ago. I know uh, Keith
1: took Tampa minus five and a half, That's
0: and that right. wasn't
1: that wasn't a a good showing for Keith either.
0: I can't believe Trevor Simeon came into that game and he like was amazing, it looked incredible. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I don't really know how that happens as a as a Buccaneers fan. I think you're a little bit worried after something like that. I mean, the Saints aren't that great of a team, and You know, you get Jameis Winston get injured and then you just come on in and you drop like three or four touchdowns or something after that. I mean, that's two or three touchdowns after that. That's pretty disgusting.
0: Dude, that secondary is atrocious. If you can't slow down Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon, you're you're in trouble. But Tom Brady will bounce back for sure. But yeah, those afternoon games were not good for us uh, to start off the day. I won my game quite easily. Little Pittsburgh Cleveland, uh, Browns football game. Classic, classic old school football game. Not a lot of passing, not a lot of scoring, just a lot of running plays, a lot of clock running. So it was <laughs> exciting, but Pittsburgh pulled it off. It was, uh, old fashioned football. Just... Hey, for what it's worth,
1: I mean, they covered, like, uh, it, it wasn't easy by all means. The score is, like, way too, uh, it's not indicative of how that game really was, like, 15 to 10 or something. Yeah. I think the Steelers were plus three and a half, so it kind of makes it look like, you know, they blew out the spread. But, um, no, nah, this game was ugly all the way through. I think there was, like, like no points going into, like, a good portion of, uh, no touchdowns going into, like, deep into the third. So, I'm going to be honest. to watch.
0: I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch the game. I just looked at the stats afterwards. I was getting updates on my phone and it was dead quiet. I was like, that's okay. Pittsburgh's, they covered basically the entire time. They were, uh, um, yeah. hey, three and a half dogs. You're always winning right from the start of
1: the game. That's a good bet. Yeah. It isn't like that.
0: Absolutely. And then Dan, last but not least, what a fucking miracle he pulled off in that game. Um, yeah, Bills scored 10 points. In the final three minutes of that game to get a cover. Josh Allen ran the ball when, like, they did not need to. They were up already. Got the touchdown with a minute left. So, great backdoor cover for Dan there at the plus 14 and a half. I think he got it. And he won by 15. Yeah. Dan's got a couple lucky victories this year. So, I think that's a,
1: that's the wedding, uh, that's the, you know, the wedding gift. That's the NFL gods giving him some wedding love before.
0: For sure, he's no longer
1: a single man,
0: and because Keith's here not to defend himself, he's currently zero to two since he did that shitty whale reference. So <laughs> uh, I think I think it's a sign that Keith it might be a the curse. I'm calling it. It's the whale shit curse. The whale not shit curse. <laughs> it's looming all over him. And Fade Bob is now six and two. So apologies for uh for the dub last week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we're on to week nine. I think our mortals were not, we're still like 500, if not slightly under, I think. So, not really that great spot, not where we want to be. So, we definitely need to be picking it up here. Um, before I guess we actually get into mortals, let's, uh, go through the Sunday night football game real quick. Uh, Tennessee versus LA, uh, looks like the over is 53. And the spread is now minus seven and a half for the Rams. Um, Is it minus guess, seven and a half now? Yeah, oh, my. Derek Henry's out, so I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, I mean, this game would have been a lot better if he was playing now that he's not. I'm definitely going to side with that Rams. Um, they have a great defensive line. You know, it's not the maybe the best of pests or rushing, but obviously they can put pressure on the QB. Uh, so, I mean, when, with Derek Henry out, that's where the Tennessee offense starts. I mean, it's just going to make the wide receivers better when he's in the game, too. Cause so you have to, like, literally, cr- like cramp the line of scrimmage to, to prevent him. So it'll be interesting with Adrian Peterson and I'm kind of curious. Did they, to see did how they say he, he was
1: going to get the starting job? Did they uh, say that?
0: That's a good question. I don't know for sure, but they signed him. So he's, he made it. Yeah, get it's some the touches. Squad. Um, and is Von Miller playing? Do you know if that's official or not? I think he's still... A, I, I don't know if he is, actually. Yeah, but I mean, that that LA Rams team just got even more scary with him. Yeah, they, they got the real outside. scary. So, I don't know. It looks like he
1: didn't practice today, so yeah.
0: so he might not make wanna, it. Yeah, probably won't expect him, but I like that Rams defense. Um, I guess Julio Jones and uh, AJ Brown, if they could step their games up, that could be helpful, but I gotta go with the solid defense in LA and obviously their offense too with, uh, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Henderson and the running back. I like them too. So I think they're gonna run away with this one late. And I'm gonna go, it's a tricky one on the over under. I'm gonna go under though. I, uh, think Tennessee's not gonna be able to put up the, the amount of points they need. And I think, again, the Rams are gonna be able to contain them fairly well. So that's, those are my two. Those are good thoughts, Dan. <laughs> oh, Bob?
1: What oh. the fuck? I wasn't looking at the screen there, you know you did a little pause uh yeah i'm I'm right there with you, I'm right there with you. I think I'll fucking dare the Rams you. minus seven and a half.
0: I've, I don't have a round head Look at this
1: minus uh Rams minus seven and a fucking half is a' good insulting. pick. It's a real good pick we wanna we want winners here, and I think the Tennessee Titans are a defeated team now um. With Henry going down and his season basically being over, maybe they get him back by playoff time. Um, not really sure with, uh, with his foot surgery. I don't think they really stand a chance here covering a spread at seven and a half. Um, I think it's going to keep moving. Uh, Julio Jones, I think he didn't practice or if he did, he probably had limited. That guy's been an injury plagued guy, um, for like most of this most recent portion of his career. And with that, him and AJ Brown, if they're not really in tandem, um, I just don't see. Tannehill being able to really throw the ball to get to get them enough points to keep this game close. Um with that being said, I think they're gonna have to be in a position where they're gonna have to throw the ball because they're gonna be down. And I don't think that the Rams are gonna let Tannehill just sit back there and get good passes off. Um I think he's got like seven interceptions so far this year, and I think that's gonna he's gonna probably throw a couple more um this week. So I don't see it going over, I think under thirty or uh fifty three and a half.
0: I missed that. Did you pick the Rams to cover? I did. Yeah,
1: Rams minus seven and a half. It's a big spread, but I just don't see. I think the the Titans' record is just it's 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 flawed now with uh without having Henry back there.
0: For sure. I again, I think we're in a full agreement there. I just thanks, Dan. Julio Jones, fuck you, Joe. Julio Jones does, is questionable with a hamstring, so that makes me even more confident with the Rams. I think Dan was on board with those two picks, but also, so we'll just skip him. Looks like we have a consensus, which means we're going to lose both probably. So that's good to know. And uh, Keith is scared. He's a scared little child, and he's not provided his picks this week. So Hey, he's busy making money,
1: man. You know, someone's got to take the old people's needs money and those, provide them insurance.
0: Someone needs to eat those ribeyes rib every night.
1: Someone's those, got to.
0: Those, those are not cheap. Those are 60, 70 bucks minimum. A5 wagyu, you know? Oh, now that's like 150.
1: Now, now he's,
0: he's no longer hanging
1: out at the Capitol Grill.
0: And you got to get a couple appetizers, too, for sure. It's oh, yeah. Keith's all about the appetizers. He's the appetizer yeah. guy. Got a, a little line potato action. Some Brussels sprouts, probably. And then a, a $24 cheesecake to end it off. <laughs> the creme brulee. The creme brulee. <laughs> I'm creme a tiramisu ter- guy myself. That's a pretty cheap dish, but whatever. It's delicious. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into mortals. What you got this week?
1: Ooh, mortal. This one's tough. I was siding between two, and I really only want to talk about this game because it's all over the media right now. Um, the Raiders. Man, the Raiders. Minus three. I'm not touching that. I'm going the opposite way. <laughs> I was
0: about to say, dude. Have you seen the news recently? I'm
1: <laughs> going the opposite way. Uh, Henry Ruggs is their leading wide receiver. Um, they still have troubles in the backfield with injuries and, and playing that through. Do I you think, know what though. happened
0: to Ruggs? Let's yeah. just...
1: Do do we need to take a moment to talk about this?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're you make like a- you go a hundred,
1: you go a hundred and fifty eight in a Corvette <laughs> down the freeway in a, or down the the whatever streets like X miles from your house, and you just nail another car. You just pin it. It it's actually super brutal. You know, prayers and thoughts going oh, out to the family. Fire,
0: the car lit on fire.
1: Yeah, and apparently, like she wasn't dead. I don't know. It was. It's a pretty horrible thing when I when I was reading it. It sounded kind of disgusting. It was. It's really bad.
0: I don't understand what like. I mean, I guess I in a way I do, but I was thinking about that today. It's like this dude is like super young, twenty one, twenty two, millionaire. Like, what are you? I think doing He was guaranteed here? like seventeen mil. Still, he's in his second like year of the NFL. Like, this is just, like the one situation you do not find yourself in. Like, what are you doing, going that fast? at three thirty in the morning. It's crazy. Well apparently he
1: uh he sent um Derek Carr a video of him or something, like teeing off. Like I guess was he was at Top Golf or something. He was like, Hey how's my swing doing at like twelve o'clock at night and yeah. Derek Carr was like, Oh man and he just went back to bed and then boom he wakes up and he's like rugs is all over the news. We're fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a sad story, but Jesus Christ dude, just like do not put yourself in that position. Going a 100- hundred Whatever, how fast was he? 158? It was going like 158. That's insane. All right, continue. 158. Yeah, insane. I'm sorry. It, I think uh,
1: you know. I think this is a this is a morale game. Um, the Raiders are traveling to the East Coast and going all the way to to the Giants in New Jersey. Um, and I think the Giants here they they pull off a win or they pull off a, a cover at least. I think they pull off the win because um, with their top wide receiver threat and Henry Ruggs going down um for the season or for the rest of his career, probably with something like that. The Raiders just have too many problems. They are a media nightmare right now from losing their head coach to being a racist to now their top wide receiver, just doing really dumb shit at 3am in the morning. Um I just don't think this team is, is going to be five and two. I think they're on a downward trend. Um And I, I don't think that they cover this game.
0: Here's, here's the problem. You're betting the giants to cover.
1: You know what? The Giants have screwed me in the past. I actually don't hate Daniel Jones. Um, I think he has some capabilities um, to really uh, to really lead his team this week. I mean, Saquon Barkley is still out. I think everyone they've gotten used to the fact that their true leading uh, running back isn't going to be playing, and they're not going to be relying on him. You know, last week was a tough week for them. They barely lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I get it. The Chiefs aren't that good. You know, this year, but 20 to 17, I mean, they're keeping the game close. They covered in theory with a three point spread against the Chiefs. Pretty sure they'll cover with that same kind of mentality against the Raiders. So I'm going to take the the uh, Giants to cover. Yeah. Or think, to take that plus three.
0: I think on paper, this game doesn't make sense, but I like the, yeah, I think the backstory of what's all going on in the Raiders clubhouse right now. I would, I would tend to agree with you, but. We'll see, again, what, what Daniel Jones is going to show up. Are we going to see three interception Daniel Jones or two D two TDs, one on the ground? One Russian, yep. A Russian TD in there. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, My game is also, I don't think, a very noticeable pick, but I saw it and I actually really liked it. I'm going to the Bayou, New Orleans Saints, minus six against the Atlanta Falcons. It's at home. The Saints right now.
1: I You're bought in. You're not, bought in on the Saints. I, I liked
0: what I saw against Tampa last week. Um, I think the, the main thing is Atlanta. They just, they got nothing going for them this year. The only thing they have is Kyle Pitts at the tight end. Like, he's a solid, uh, rookie for them, but Matt Ryan, he's past his prime. Calvin Ridley is not playing. Um, so their top wide receivers out. They don't have a running game. They utilize like Cardell Patterson as like a hybrid wide receiver slash running back. So Oh yeah, he's great they, for fantasy. Loving it. Yeah, yeah. Um he gets his touches, that's for sure. But I'm just not seeing the weapons there, and this Saints defense is pretty solid. They're number two in the league in yards allowed on defense. I think they're just gonna control the line of scrimmage on defense. I don't expect Simeon and that offense really needing to do much. I think Kamara's gonna have a field day against this Atlanta Falcons D and again, I think I like the home crowd here, so I think Saints are going to run away with it. I think they're going to keep Atlanta under—I would say under 14 points. That's what I'm thinking. In this I mean, game. it's a low—it's a low
1: over under. I think yeah. it's like a 40 or 42 or something. I mean, yeah. it's a dome game. Dome, yeah. dome teams playing. This is dome. not
0: your uh, Atlanta Falcons Saints game you saw like five years ago, where I felt like both offenses were stacked. And, yeah, you know, high-powered offenses—they're
1: definitely not that anymore. Yeah, yeah, they're so, very, uh, very weathered, very weathered teams here.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. I'm on a one game win streak, feeling good. This is the second, uh, it's the highest uh, win streak I've had all year. So, right, keep it going. Right. <laughs> all right, let's get to Dan. He, I did not look at this. So I'm going to look for your help, Joe, and pick New England of minus four. I think it's three and a half now against Carolina. Um, let's see where amazing. it moved to. So the one question I have is, is Christian McCaffrey going to play or not? Because if he is, I'd be a little bit more scared. But I think re- even if he does, his touches will probably be limited. And I guess New England's riding a fairly good wave right now. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think
1: uh, McCaffrey's making it back this week. Let's see. He limited participant in practice. I'd probably say it was pretty limited, not tons of plays. I don't think he's playing this week. He's probably out still. I mean, I mean that's that's a good pick I just don't like the fact that the that the Patriots are doing so well they I I just think on paper they're not yeah but they're covering spreads I don't like that what is what is their uh, ATS let's see where is that oh they are 4 and 4 on ATS as well same with same with uh, the Panthers ooh yeah interesting
0: I just I don't know it's Mac Jones who's a rookie he's actually playing pretty well this year He's off to a, a, a decent start. I mean, nothing to brag about. 2,000 yards, 9 TD, 6 interceptions. But again, you're, you're playing Sam Darnold. I think that's Dan's thought. <laughs> I mean, I bet <laughs> Carolina two weeks ago for Immortal, and they scored three points against the Giants.
1: And you know so, what? Carolina started hot to start the year, and we all were shocked. Yeah, by it. but they, they won like a four game losing streak. And I think that's kind of what you think or what you see in the Patriots right now. They, they had a really slow start. They put together some pretty good wins. Last week was a really great win for them against a really strong team and they kept it close against Dallas. Um, I think this is a really good bet by Dan. Yeah. I, I think this is a solid bet. Minus four, minus three and a half, whatever it is. Um, uh, this is a really good one. I just, I think that the, the Panthers are on the downward trend and the Patriots are on the upward trend. I just don't see how the Panthers are going to be able to, to weather a Bill Belichick led team midway through the season with all the adjustments they've already been making. Um, I think that's the tough one there. Sam Darnold is showing his true colors as a quarterback and not playing
0: well. Yeah, Sam Darnold started off hot and now he has 7 TDs and 8 interceptions. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, not, they're playing the answer, they're playing garbage the teams. And now they're playing
1: pretty garbage teams and barely putting any points up either. I think, you know, when you don't have Christian McCaffrey, they're you know, your offense your offense is very uh limited in what you can do. So
0: well, this makes sense. Dan's pulled a rabbit out of it, uh, out of a hat several times this year, so I don't necessarily like it, but I'll follow him. So we'll go with it and uh, move on. Uh, as again, Heath is not picked immortal. He's a scared little boy, and that counts as six losses. So he's, he's on the he's on the golf course
1: at uh, eight o'clock at night. What is it over there? Eight. No, he's he's doing some time. night golf. He's, he's doing some night golf.
0: Time. Austin's central time. Is it?
1: Oh, they're two ahead. So it's nine. Yeah, he's
0: doing some night golf, you know, taking the clients out, walking the course. He's he's at the bar now. He's having a a Tom. Clubhouse. Tom Collins Collins. (laughs) at the clubhouse. (laughs) For sure. Um, So we will not know until he tells us later in the week. We'll try and post it on the gram. I have it, I have it. It's Chargers minus 1.5 against at the Philadelphia Eagles. Bounce back bet, I guess, for uh, old Justin Herbert against the Trash Eagles. Makes sense. Uh, last but not least, Monday Night Football, the game everyone asked for. Chicago Bears at Pittsburgh Steelers. I got over at 40 and Pittsburgh covering at minus 6.5. Take the floor, Joe. Ooh,
1: this one moved a lot too I feel like when I last saw it Pittsburgh was minus four and a half
0: it was and I don't know why it jumped so much
1: I this morning know. it was like
0: minus four
1: I mean you know I'm really not a, a fan this year of Big Ben I think he looks slower I just feel like the games just feel more boring yes. to me he looks slower the games are more boring um, I'm I'm not a fan of Pittsburgh but I'm not I'm not sold on Justin Fields. Three TDs, D, seven interceptions. I mean, I get he might be that saving grace for the Chicago Bears, but they just came off and played my wonderful Niners and they couldn't put up shit. So <laughs> I'm pretty uh pretty ecstatic about that because the Niners are not a solid team this year. Um I get it. We are injury struck and we're not a solid team, but uh the Bears don't look good. Um I'm gonna take Pittsburgh at minus six and a half. I really like Najee Harris. I like their run capabilities there. Um, you know, I think that's that's what they hold their hat on is, you know, being able to utilize um maybe Big Ben is not throwing as many interceptions this year. So if he, as long as he game manages and manages the manages the ball and the clock, they're going to win games. They're not a high powered offense anymore. I think they're only averaging like under 20 points a game. Um last week they, you know, I think that's a testament to what they are. They played the Cleveland Browns and it went all the way down to the wire and they won 15 to 10, right? And I think, um, we're probably going to see a well managed and a well coached game in the Pittsburgh Steelers again against a pretty young rookie quarterback in Justin Fields and not being able to, to take on a strong, uh, team that is solid, um, and well renowned as, as the Steelers are. Um, I just don't see the Steelers defense being able to, um, not stop Justin Fields. Uh, so with that, I, I'm pretty, Pretty pumped on taking the Pittsburgh at minus six and a half. Um, and that over under is 40. And when I sniff one of those, I mean, you gotta take the over. I don't like it. I don't like it after seeing what they put up last week at 15 points. Um, I don't like it, but how do you touch? I, I just can't, I can't bet an under on a Monday night. So I'm gonna take the over.
0: I'm going opposite of you both, both bets. And I'm probably gonna hate myself for it, but. I agree with everything you said. I think points are going to be difficult to come by. And irregardless of how Justin Fields is playing, I still think he's a rookie and he's just going to continue to get better week after week. And what you said about Ben made a lot of sense to me. I just, you don't, he doesn't seem like the same quarterback. It doesn't seem like he, like, cares as much. I don't know if he's just getting older. He doesn't seem accurate too. He just throws deep balls. Like well, they're it. ducks too. They're not he's they're like, not strong it. passes. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he gets sees a blitz he's like, I'm just gonna throw a toss up to uh, Claypool and see what happens and it's not happening that often. So I don't know, that offense is not that great. The running game with Najee Harris has been hit or miss all year. And this Bears defense is fairly solid. I don't think it's the same Bears defense we saw a few years back, but...
1: Yeah, or last year. They're not as strong. And I think Khalil Mack is actually questionable for the game, so that's a big uh, big miss if he's not playing. The
0: one thing I see with the Bears, and one thing I like about Justin Fields, is if he gets outside of the pocket, he can be a threat. And I'm expecting him to definitely make mistakes, but I think he's going to be able to move the ball down the field I don't know if it's going to end in touchdowns maybe field goals but I'm expecting Pittsburgh to kind of be the same way I expect them to move down the field I don't know if they're going to be able to execute so I'm hoping it becomes a field goal game back and forth and Chicago's able to keep it relatively close now Justin Fields just don't make any dumb mistakes that makes gives up like a short Don't make dumb mistakes, but he's got seven
1: interceptions on the year so far. Yeah,
0: but again, I think he'll get continue to get better. Last week, he didn't look terrible. I mean, I think it's like seven
1: interceptions in like five, four games or five
0: games or something. Whatever it is. (laughs) Well, he's a rookie, and he doesn't have that good of an offense. They don't have that many weapons. Um, Yeah, no, no doubt. Khalil Herbert, their rookie running back, though he's been putting up some good numbers too. So. Uh, I think just run run game, run out the clock, keep it close, and uh yeah. That's why I'm going with Chicago at six minus or plus six and a half and I hate it, but I'm going under. I'm I feel like I'm gonna regret both here, but that's just my hunch going into this game.
1: Alright, we'll see. We will see.
0: What was uh Dan did Dan pick the same? Dan's on your side, so he's team over and uh Pitt. But he also set pit at minus four, so maybe he changed his mind. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt um, come next week. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I'll probably change my mind come uh, Sunday <laughs> game, morning. Game time decision Sunday morning. Sorry, no, no. We're, we're putting in different bets.
1: No, we're it's flipping be,
0: it. In. No, you can keep the same bet. I don't care. But probably Monday after work, I'll probably uh, think about it. I'm like, you know what? i just... I don't want to watch a game that I bet the under on when point total is 40. That's no fun. No one wants to watch
1: a Monday night game that's, that's for under that's, 40
0: points. If you're going to watch a game that's 40 and you bet the under, you don't watch that. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Like anytime they're past the 50 yard line, you're like sweating that they don't get a touchdown. They're like just hopefully it's a three and out from here and they punt it deep. It's not how yeah. I want to live my life. So. If I do bet the under, definitely not watching this game. I don't know if I will, anyways. Not that good of one. So, hey, we anyway. got some
1: games to watch while we're uh, while we're there. Oh so. yeah, most so. of the boys will be in town on Sunday, so we'll have some good morning games to catch up on before everyone heads out.
0: When are you heading out Sunday?
1: Uh, I think we leave at like six, so I'll get to watch That's the nice. first set of games.
0: Yeah, definitely. Let's do a little brunch action and then. Um Post up somewhere. I think we got to thing. hit the branch. I think we got to get you to uh, maybe Dukes for a couple.
1: Dukes. It hasn't changed Let's at do
0: all. It. It's the same.
1: It's it probably smells the same too. The, you know, you can mold, smell it from the here. The
0: moldy beer taps. It's beautiful. And let me tell you, that first Coors Light that you have, that's fifty. Take off the day. <laughs> 50%. Yeah, mold. mold?
1: <laughs> those aren't fresh lines. They don't clean those out often.
0: No, definitely not. So, yeah, it'll be exciting to have the boys in. We'll uh, definitely get a little rowdy. What's the over-under on drinks you're going to have Saturday night? Uh, let's put it at a
1: solid over-under line. Is probably going to be around, like, 14.
0: That's You're, you're going to die.
1: You know, yeah. We're going to put it at 14. Are we, we're starting from the morning, right? From the morning, are we starting at the wedding?
0: At the wedding. At, that. at the wedding, I'm probably going to say a
1: solid, like, eight drinks.
0: Like Solid beer. eight drinks. I was thinking eight or nine. You just got to stick the beer. Maybe mix in a few few whiskeys here or there. Dan, Dan's got an open bar for me, all right? Not for you, though. Just for me. Yeah, he has an open one for me, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> he he's got an open bar. The boys don't care about that open bar. If bars. he doesn't, it's going to change rather quickly, because I will put on a fucking fit.
1: <laughs> Dan will,
0: I will Dan ruin be that excited at that. I way. will ruin that
1: one. <laughs> Gabby won't forgive you. And neither will Gabby's fans. I'm just a
0: liability, him. and Dan knows that. So he's, <laughs> he's definitely going to give me liquor when I ask for it. I already told Dan I'm taking back the wedding gift I sent over, and I'm going to give him a nice 16 parlay. 16
1: parlay for this weekend. I'm going to tell Gabby, here's
0: 50 bucks on a
1: 16 parlay.
0: That's a That's a great gift. What if it hits? It will be the best gift at the wedding. Right? You'd be Thank a hero.
1: I I know it'd be pretty phenomenal, pretty pretty phenomenal. And we I mean we won't know until until Sunday. So after brunch, everyone's I gonna be on that. I kind of like that gift idea that.
0: actually. Like just put five dollars on a, a massive parlay and give that to Dan.
1: <laughs> Decent prop bets. If this There's plays
0: some... out, this pays out, man. You're gonna get a lot of money, Dan.
1: <laughs> he can go buy himself another house. Finish off that house real quick.
0: All right. Well, that's a wrap. Week nine complete. We did it, Joe. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's recap those mortals real quick. Oh, shit. What are those I'm at? I'm rusty. Um, I already forgot mine. My mortal, New Orleans Saints, minus six against the Falcons in the there dome. There we go. Dome yeah, game. Joe, what's yours?
1: DUI Giants, plus three. Giants, plus three.
0: Fucking gross. And then Dan, New England Patriots, minus four. Against the Carolina Panthers. All these games are fucking garbage. Yeah, this
1: week the games are garbage. They don't, they don't feel good.
0: Yeah. Well, we need a, uh, we need a positive week. Sometimes the, uh, the money or the winnings are in uh, the shitty places, so hopefully it pans out for us. Diamonds in the rough this
1: week. Yep. Let's go Let's get them.
0: All right. Catch you later. Peace.